0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We're so glad that you could join us live today. Today's date is April 5th, in the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Greg Messina. And if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and your comments. I would like to open up with our usual Uptime panel. Welcome back. We have uh, brother Joe, Clouds Li, and we do have Kevin Hookman, brother Kevin. Good evening. Bring back, of course, brother Bob Barber. Hey,
1: everybody, how's it going?
0: All right, doing good, doing good. Sorry uh, for the uh, being late today. Unfortunately, uh, I did get caught work, get got caught uh, late at work today, and so a lot of stuff is. Uh, uh, you know, last minute racing to get all this stuff together. And unfortunately that's just sometimes what happens. Um, but we do welcome you all back today for another uptime. And, uh, we appreciate that. And We appreciate you coming on with us, joining us. Uh, gentlemen, how was your week starting with you, Joe? Uh,
2: I had a pretty decent week. Um, <clears throat> the weather's starting to break, uh, and people are coming out, I'm seeing a difference in, um, the level of fear, which is nice to see people are smiling again. Um, and they're getting back to their lives. There are a handful of people. I noticed that, um, are still on the download and I hear comments here and there, but, um, yeah, for today, for example, I heard a gentleman talking to a friend of his, um, you know, he was kind of furious that people still weren't uh, wearing the masks and, um, you know, this is a person that didn't really look healthy and, um, I can still see the vision. It's still, it's still there. It still exists even on the small scale things like the mask. So, but in, in general, I think people are, uh, trying to move forward and that's, that's good as long as they don't lose, uh, track of the things that happen and they keep their focus on Christ and the times we're living in, um. In the background, obviously, we know there's a lot of things going on between our leaders and these other countries, and, um, you know, that concerns me, but, you know, we expect the things to happen um, based on what the Word of God says, and there are still a lot of people coming to Christ. There's a lot of young people. Um, the internet is still um, something we can use to reach people, as we're doing here, and, um, But i'm still hearing a lot of horror stories with the young people and this just past week i saw what um the metaverse has planned and this was pretty amazing they have a box that um allows you to feel what's going on in the metaverse and that technology blew me away so i can only imagine what they have planned as far as what they got rolling out so they're gonna be pushing that now i think more than ever um so there's a lot of things going on i mean it's there's good and bad and the news we heard today with the abortion law in Colorado is obviously a horror movie. No, oh, um, You don't man. even see things like that in a horror movie. And um, abortions up until the moment of birth, whether they be in or out of the womb is, I mean, we're here. What's next? You know, I mean, putting them in the hands of ball is the only thing I could see. So.
3: Kevin, what do you got? Hey, well, um, yeah, in, in regards to that kind of thing, I mean, um, it's interesting how we're seeing, you know, the different states kind of whoever's controlling the state is, you know, just leading that state either, you know, down one path or the other. And, um, you know, we, we talked about like a lot of people migrating from one state to another over this, this time frame um, last couple of years. And it uh, looks like a lot of people are, you know, really getting woken up in terms of, of what, you know, what the what ag- what the agenda is for certain people and certain groups of people. And it's, you know, it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good to see that actually happening now. Of course, I mean, the downside is that darkness and evil has to rear its ugly head in order for people actually to see it and then, you know, recognize that. And it has to be like really wicked, dark, ugly and in your face kind of stuff, which is exactly what this Colorado thing is um, just to get people to wake up. And um, so that's the downside is that it has to be so bad. Right. And, but the upside is that at least some people are coming around and, and and looking at this stuff and going, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to partake with that. I don't want to be part of that. And they're, you know, they're speaking with, you know, the way that they're leaving these places and going to other places. Cause I mean, like, you know, in other states you've got laws that are like the heartbeat law, right? I mean, things like that, which is like the total opposite of what you see there in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's um it's amazing how divided these United States are. Um, granted, you know, some of the, the framework behind this country was to allow for different things to happen in different states. But, um, but everything is so divisive. You mentioned the masks, it's just, you know, you could you could just mention any topic. It's just like how you can see division in that topic and, and how, how that's come about and which people are pushing one way and another, but they always are pushing for some type of conflict and division. So, you know, it's it's a tough time right now for a lot of, for 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 all of us. To be honest, I mean, it's um, you know, when you see evil rearing up, it's it doesn't make you feel good. And there's plenty of passages in, throughout the Bible where people are like, uh, "God, you know, when are you going to come in here and uh, you know take care of this?" <laughs> because uh, you know, I've I've done some things here, but I mean, I can only do so much. We can only do so much. When are you going to, you know, enact your vengeance? And um, you know, the Lord's long suffering; it's more long suffering than we are for sure, and and that's a good thing because um, you know, a lot of us were just born in the last, you know, fifty years. So, I mean, he if he shuts things down a hundred years ago, we we have no, no we we don't partake. So, thank you, Lord, for sticking around and, and, and bringing us through too. And for those who are still coming to Christ, uh, many believers throughout the world are coming to Christ every single day um, through ministries like Feed My Sheep Today, for example. Um, you know, just seeing Bob's videos he puts out every week of those people. I mean, they look so Wild happy. On your face. They look, yeah, yeah, they look so happy. Just the, the pure joy, right, Bob? I mean, they... You know, they have joy. They have peace, too. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, I think that's the really the, the message we just got to carry forward, which is, yes, all these ugly things are happening. But, um, you know, this is not our final destination. This is a time period we are just passing through. This is a short period of time. And we got to make the most of it during this period of time, right? Because we don't have another chance to live this life again. This is where we receive, uh, where we, um, you know, achieve all those rewards that we're going to get later on. This is where we actually see those things, you know, we're doing those things to make those happen. And you don't get that chance later on down the road. So, yeah, I mean, Greg, what can I tell you? I mean, I I try to count it all joy every day. It's not an easy easy thing to do, but Mm -hmm. it is something that we just continue to strive for.
0: Rejoice and be glad, right?
3: Yep. Amen.
1: Bob? Man, I've been having a very, very, very busy week. Um, Yeah, unfortunately, you have a lot of bad things happening out there, but hey, you know what? These are the birth pains. You know, it's going to get the darkest right before the dawn, and Mm -hmm. our dawn is going to be the rapture resurrection event. So I don't think, even though we see it all happening right now, Jesus told us, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but do not let these things trouble you. And it's not just wars and rumors of wars, there's everything else as well. Okay, all the famine, all the engineered famine and everything they're doing right now, it's all engineered. You know, uh, Klaus Schwab, you know, he came out and said that they want the new world order now. You know, forget about Agenda 2030. It's Agenda 2022. Okay, and I believe the Lord right now is hasting them. I think they're starting to push faster than they want to go. They had a lot of plans for like a Chinese invasion 2025 and some other things in 2028 and then be done with it by 2030. But things are starting to change. And of course, I believe that's God doing it. And they are now calling for it right now. OK, mm-hmm. World War Three is now. Everything's happening now. And I believe God's making them do that because, you know, when you start moving like that, you get sloppy, start making mistakes. And, you know, but the Bible says that unless these days be short, no flesh should be saved. So evidently God's not going to allow them to do what they want to do for the, the time that they want to do it. So their days are being shortened. OK, so I know there's a lot of different interpretations for that. But, you know, and it, like the metaverse, about the metaverse, that's ramping up real quick now you know and that's basically satan's universe okay <laughs> totally. and and with that you also have satan's economy coming where you have gold and silver but um the bible says in the book of ezekiel that gold and silver be thrown into the streets okay this can be done away with so you have satan's digital gold and that's what they call bitcoin digital gold mm-hmm. that's this economy you know Gold is God's economy. Silver is God's economy. You know why? Because God created it. God created those elements here. That's God's stuff. And when Satan takes over this earth with seven tribulation, he's not going to use gold. He's not going to use silver. He wants to use his own version. And of course, it's funny his own version is something you can't touch. You can't feel. You can't really use it to apply it to make something. You can't make jewelry. You can't do nothing with it. It's just maybe you could go touch one of the mining machines. Maybe that's how you can touch it. But be it as it may, you know, that's rising really quick. And the fact that they are tanking the US dollar, and I hear now, guys, that they want to bring up the Fed coin. And basically they'll make everybody in America take the Fed coin and it's going to have like a what ten cents to, to a dollar conversion. So every <laughs> you have you have ten dollars in the bank is only they're only give you a dollar with the Fed coin. Oh, by oh. the way. It's going to cost you a day's wage to pay for that loaf of bread. So you, I mean, you you get nailed in both directions. You know what I'm saying? You know what's amazing, Bob, is that even if they did
3: that and like went to ten percent, they'd still have a a a national debt of three trillion (laughs) fed dollars. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, consider that, off a zero, you still have three trillion, which is three with twelve zeros. I mean, (laughs) good point. Yeah, yeah, you're only you're only taking one of the thirteen zeros off. (laughs) I mean, it's not much. I think Mm -hmm. I think Bob, they're going to have to do like a one for one billion split or something like that. I mean, in order for them to get any chance of actually paying down a debt. No, you're right, Bob. It's funny because you say you can't touch this new money. It's just you can't. It's like and and God, but it's funny because like doesn't isn't there something in the Bible that says like. All your gold and silver are worthless kind of thing, like yeah. Ezekiel. Yeah. well, there you go. I mean, if the Antichrist is not accepting gold and silver, then what good is it right
1: right and as, as, and, and that's a narrative that's close to the Ezekiel 38 war mm. okay, so I mean right I mean we're, we are right there, and I know it sucks, and uh Joe's talked about those abortions, you know, I told Joe before the show, you know, they never did that before. They never passed legislation like that before. I'm sure it was done before, but they're passing legislation for it now. And, you know, that's where Sodom and Gomorrah went wrong. Mm. You had people doing bad things behind closed doors, but when they started making it law, right? That's what brought the fire down, right, Greg? Well, and Um, then you had, like, people who
3: came to the city, right? And there were laws against being able to help them. And you're like, no, no, no. Anybody comes in here and needs food or whatever? No, you 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 tell them to get the heck out. I mean, that was like those were like laws they had at that time. Right. I mean, they just had no care or concern for other humans.
0: Well, here we're mm-hmm. kind of in a different area of, you know, in time and where we have technology that's taken over. So, you know, you kind of look at the Sodom and Gomorrah now um as being this web universe or metaverse that you were talking about before, Bob. And and it really is really pretty crazy when you think about it because what they're trying to do here is suck you into something that is not god ordained uh something that you know brings you into a virtual reality um i'm pretty sure that there're going to be houses in the metaverse which cost more probably already and you could probably prove this kevin but uh that cost more than a house that you can, physical house you can live in right now. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. how crazy
3: this is getting. Well, We're... you can certainly buy these like NFT art pieces to hang in your house <laughs> that cost more than a house, each of those pieces individually. So, yeah, I it's mean, it, you could already see that the insanity begin, um, in, in the metaverse. God d- did not. Listen, I've worked on augmented reality. I've worked in some virtual reality and produced some things for that. Actually, some of that augmented reality stuff is really kind of cool, and it can actually like enhance and help things in context, uh, in context, and reality. I mean, imagine going to the store and you're like, "Hey, where's the uh, the butter?" And you're just like, hold your device; it's like the butter's right over here, and here's all the stuff. And it's like, "Oh, okay, that's easy," you know. You don't have to go like. Oh, you know us. We walk down the aisles. We're like, man, which aisle was that again? (laughs) I mean, so it can help you. But to live in it, that is not what we're designed to do. And we already see the repercussions of all this, like, you know, lockdown that occurred and not being able to go to school for children. And now they're like, oh, that harms the children. Oh, you think? I mean, you know, these aren't these these shouldn't be like i wonder if questions you know they do humans are societal we, we you know we, we we talk to each other face to face oh can't touch you, you know you can't shake hands anymore you know it's like all the human contact they take away and then they're like yeah you're going to own nothing and like it you're going to be in this box basically it's like we saw the movie, The Matrix. That was not cool. That was not, that's not where you want to be. You want to have the other side of things. You want to know reality. You want to look at it. But, but look at what these people are doing, even without, without virtual reality. They're living in a manufactured reality that they make up every day. You see it on the news. These people live in their own dream world that's a nightmare for actual reality, but they're, they're trying to manifest it to be like, if you don't agree with it, you're a criminal, you're terrible. Oh, you know, if you, if you don't agree with us on these subjects, therefore you're a Nazi, you're a racist or Mm -hmm. you're a xenophobe or whatever you may, whatever they may say you are, they'll, they'll, they'll just bash you. But, but we, as Christians, we have discernment, right. And we're looking at it going, wait a minute. None of that stuff is good. This is evil. And so we call it out and then we get told that we're evil. So we have to be in the last days. Otherwise, all these things wouldn't be happening, right?
2: Right. Hey, Amen. Took them less yeah. than 100 years to get us here. Yeah. Yeah. How you know, we'll uh, fast it happened. It wasn't, it wasn't
3: yeah. slow, was it, Joe?
2: No, no, no. Once I took the commandments out, that was it. And uh, yeah. the virtual reality. And I'm going back to the nineties lawnmower, man, the movie, virtual reality, total recall. Mm -hmm. It's either, in my opinion, one of two things, the things are going to be so bad and your life is going to be so horrible as far as working or food that they need something that's going to juice you up. So good when you Mm -hmm. get home and you're going to live in a whole nother world or the, Fed is going to do what the economic forum was talking about. The lady on the, on the platform literally said new uh, the new world order. We're going to have the digital currency and the financial system is what changes everything. She literally said it right in front of all the soldiers. Yeah. yeah. All not the princes. To, yeah. They're not afraid anymore. So this technology I saw is nothing compared to what I know they have, because we think about computers and processors. This tablet that goes on your desk that they were putting their hands over to feel what they were seeing. They have body suits that can do that. I have no doubt. So imagine these, these people are going to wear a bodysuit going to their own world. <clears throat> and pornography is going to disappear. They're going to eliminate pornography to get all the people who are addicted to it to take this new technology. And the fact that pornography is free, tells you and Kevin, you I'm sure you understand this better than most and you're in technology. The amount of power and servers and the amount of money it costs to run all of that is unfathomable, and it's free. What else is free that we get that's that's like that? So they've had this plan where they get you to get involved in these things online. They suck you in. It deteriorates you, your family, your relationships. And the thing with the babies is this. I know people who have tried to adopt the children. It's one of the hardest things. You have a better chance of hitting lotto. There are people lined up to take these children and they won't even, the fact that they won't give these children that people don't want to families that really want them tells you that this is about ball worship and about Satan worship and about them having, like Bob said, about taking power. And I think that because things are changing so much spiritually and supernaturally that, they need this now they need this child to be 9 months old something must happen while it's being uh created that they get more power the older it becomes and they don't want to even give people the option to take these children now a person that goes full term and if they don't have a physical reason a medical reason like you know if the mother's going to die or whatever I'm not familiar with all that they could have Given the, they could have had the abortion sooner than later. And they're using it to benefit them medically and spiritually. So there's just too many, too many ways out of this scenario for people. And they're, they're, they're not letting it. They're not doing the other options. And that's how you know that it's more um, satanic than anything because there are other options. There are women out there who can't have children. There are families out there that want children. They'd line up and pay a hundred grand and fees to get a family together that they just can't, you know, I knew friends that flew to China to get, uh, to, you know, to have to, to adopt a child. And I mean, so there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Doesn't it feel like,
3: like this enablement of evil that we see more and more so every day. And we just saw it again in, in the Congress, talking about um, people who do things, horrible things to children. And they're like, oh, yeah, we should be more lenient with them. We should, you know, we should be empathetic with them and we should give them. And it's just like, you know, this enablement of evil just seems like it's just growing every day. Um, And the Bible does talk about, you know, like the people who don't repent, they're not going to. They're simply not going to, they're going to get, they're going to wax worse and worse. And the Bible says they're going to be unholy and they're going to continue. And I mean, it's it's just amazing. Like these people think that there's just no repercussion for whatever they're doing. And um, you know, they just dismiss the Lord's words. They dismiss the word of God. And they they just count it as foolishness.
2: It's a and prosperity. It's really
3: yeah. sad because they're going to um, they're going to have to stand in judgment one day for this. And not I mean, listen, it's pretty bad. Obviously, tribulation and stuff, you know, flying down from heaven uh, to the earth, <laughs> you know, burning up trees, killing things on the in the sea, uh, you know, people hiding in the rocks. That's pretty bad, okay? But you know what? That's the first death, and that's not nearly as bad as the second death. And the judgment that comes before that, that's rough mm-hmm. stuff, really. So, listen, getting killed by God's judgment here on earth is, yeah, that you lose your life, and that's probably painful, sure. But consider the consequences of, of the unrighteousness and the unbeliever who – who has to spend eternity in the lake of fire. That's a different, that's, that's a whole different ball game, isn't it? I mean, and these people, you know, you, it's like, that's what the Bible says. It's like, you got to reach out and try to drag them back from that, right? Because they're like, they're like just clawing for it. They're just, they're, and they're just running, racing right toward it. And you're just like, stop. Can you please stop this insanity? You're, I mean, you're really insane, these people are actually insane. They've been given over to a debased mind. And that is just insanity. It's and they're going headlong right into it. And Joe, you make some really good points about how they're doing it. And we are just standing like on the periphery going, Don't go in there. Don't go to that fire. Don't go to that furnace. Come back. And then they and then they look at you and they scorn you and they 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 threaten you and they say we're doing the right thing here. You're evil. And you're just like, wow. I mean, that, that's as far off as you can get from actually coming to an agreement on something, isn't it?
1: You know, that reminds me of um, something that just happened to me uh, last week or a week, week before. Um, I told you uh, my mom likes to do that uh, church service for my dad mm-hmm. where Catholics believe that when somebody dies, you got to do a church service for them to get them out of purgatory remember I told right. you about that yep mm-hmm. yeah yeah so they wanted she so she did that service for him which I didn't go to service I just met them at after, after the service because they went inside a Catholic Church so we went to the grave okay and we're all me my family all my brothers and sisters nephews and nieces standing around big group of us cause I come from a family of six kids okay we're all standing around this grave and everybody's talking everybody's getting kind of like deep not quite there towards the word, you know, but I can start to feel the Holy Spirit move. And then my mom chimes in with that story I told you guys about when she was sick with COVID, where yeah. that guy came up in front of her. She was praying for the souls of purgatory. Then she saw that guy come up in front of her. Like, you freed me from your prayers, from purgatory. Thank you. As he goes back inside his mirror. Okay. Jeez. And... She, wanted, she started going off about that and started like telling everybody, listen, everybody. This is an incredible thing. And I'm like, oh. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, and right there, I was like, I need to say something now. I don't care if they're going to hate me for this, like you're saying. I got to say something now because that's false. That did not happen. That was a demonic entity trying to reinforce your beliefs, Mom. That's what happened. Okay. So... When she when she finished her spiel spiel, I was like um I was gonna say something then my my brother, he chimes in with his own story of praying for people getting out purgatory. So he says, Oh, I got a phone call from this guy after he died. I prayed for him, and then a month later I got a phone call. I said, Hey man, I'm okay now. Thank you so much. Oh, got man. that in his dream. So he started backing that whole thing up and people I see him like looking at each other like, Hey, okay. I'm like I gotta say something here, and if I'm about to say that my mom chimes it again. So I knew the I knew that was the enemy trying to say you're not gonna get this out, Bob. You're not gonna get this out, okay. But then I was like, Lord, give me a way in. Give me a way in here, okay. Where where it doesn't look like I'm being a jerk, where they'll listen, where they'll receive the message. That's the way to and, do it. And, and then the Lord said, Just hold on a second. Just wait. So my mom starts. Then my mom goes into this dream. Check this out. She had a dream where she was taken to hell and she was taken over like a like a big pit of fire all these souls trying to reach up for her and then she was taken up into heaven and all the people were there in front of her and she started getting closer and closer to them and she heard my younger sister come upstairs because she was a baby at the time and she knew she was about to be waking up and the people said come to us we have something we want to tell you and right when she got there the people said faith and then my my sister woke her up from the dream okay and that's what she said and, like, and she's finished the dream she goes and when I got to the point they said faith and I never knew what that meant I'm like ha got it you know so I got in there's a mom that's Ephesians 289 for by grace are you saved through faith not of works it's a nice. gift of God let's say the man should boast and I started going into Ephesians 430 I started awesome. preaching awesome. about faith we are saved by faith mom we're not saved by works you know, what and I just started preaching and preaching and I really broke that thing around my family and awesome. I've been praying for that moment
0: oh please God
1: but I've just it was an incredible moment I came home and uh, told my wife about it and I was like you know what if the rapture happens now I know I did everything I can to tell my whole family that you're not you don't go to purgatory okay you're not saved by your works you're saved by faith alone. I just told you guys, okay? So just want to say that.
3: Yeah, you can't be saved by somebody else's faith, by the way. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is your own faith. Uh, I mean, it it is up to everyone individually to make that choice of whether to, you know, accept and believe, and um, somebody else can't do it for you. And the Bible says, you know, don't be messing around with, uh, you know, dead things, um, necromancers and things like that. That's not a good idea. Uh, you know, so you start praying about those things and start calling out to the dead. What do you think is going to happen, Bob? You're going to mm-hmm. get you're going to get demonic activity. Is what you're going to get. You're you're not going to get anything good out of it. You're going to you get don't. these. You're going to get demonic activity. So what do you expect? Um, no. And then you and then you're going to see it, and you're going to be like, oh, this is a beautiful light. Yeah, we saw what happened to that guy's face in Raiders of the Lost Ark. It melted. I mean, you know, he's like, oh beautiful. Arr! You know, it's like, no. Oh, it was
0: a clip, darn it.
3: Yeah, you don't have the clip? Oh man. But uh, but I think everyone has seen that movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's uh, you know, that's that's Yeah, years, we probably well, should 41 be. years ago, I think it was. Um, but yeah, he he doesn't survive. <laughs> so not a good place to be when you're when you're praying to that. But you know. There's an other part of that story, Bob, which uh, you know jumped out at me. Which is, don't don't be giving Bob a dream unless you want an interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you if you're going to give Bob a dream, you better you better be prepared to hear some gospel after that.
1: <laughs> it's funny, you know. People looked at me when after I gave it. Cause it was more elaborate than what I just said there, but I really laid out the interpretation of the dream. And everybody's looking at me like, "Whoa!" And I was like, that's what "I do," you know.
3: <laughs> it's like asking. It's like you're telling Daniel a dream, and then you're just like, and Daniel's like, "Oh, nice." <laughs> you're not going to hear yeah. that from Daniel, okay? You're get something back. <laughs> oh, that's thanks funny. for that. Appreciate that. that. That that that's cool. You know, no, no, you're gonna get. You're gonna get something, and uh, you know. So, Bob, you God. It's amazing how God opened that door, but you're like okay, it's time for me to jump in. He's like, no, no, wait for it. And you're like, okay, "Okay, now it's time. No, no, wait for it. Here's a dream. And you're like, ah, ah. And then she goes, oh, and I didn't know what it meant. And you're like,
1: well, I do. (laughs) That was like a big, that was like French doors open up. Yeah.
3: Seriously, can you get any more overt than that, Bob? (laughs) I I didn't didn't, know
1: what it meant, you know? (laughs) I know what it meant, Mom. Yeah. I stop right there and boom. That's great. Yeah, I think uh the Lord is really now making his moves now because the rapture resurrection, it you know, it has to be this year. I believe in it, you know, and this year ends, it doesn't happen, fine, you know, but let's face it, like we were saying earlier, there are they are starting to legalize killing children at nine months old. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't tell me we could sustain that for the next seven years, Joe. We can't do that. God's going to have to say, "Okay, all right." It's getting a little hairy down here now, man. Yeah, hey, get get on the horses, or you angels, get ready. Yeah, this is getting
2: yeah, this is getting real. God's got to
0: intervene, Sam. That's something. I mean, how many dreams
2: have you heard, Bob? Where it's just you hear all these dreams about how many babies there are in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where they they probably get a lot of their power. And I think about like what what you did, you know, with your family, you know, it's very similar to Moses coming down with the commandments. And I was just talking about this uh, with somebody this week. He gets them through the Egyptians. He gets them through the desert. He goes up there. They see God's power and glory. He comes down. He sees them worshiping Baal. Which, let's be honest, if they're worshipping Baal, that means they may have been sacrificing children when he walked down there. They were having inappropriate uh, relations, but they may have also included hurting the children. Moses destroys the tablets, goes back up. And I think about that with this new law. The people that are doing, like Kevin was saying, you know, they're running towards the self-destruction. But here's the thing, they're running towards prosperity. That's what I was saying before. And I don't mean the prosperity that we know of. They want the things of this world. So a woman that takes away her own child at birth wants the lifestyle she has. The people that were worshiping Baal, they were doing it because they were expecting a return on their investment. Nobody was sending these children into Baal's hands because it was just a hip thing to do. They were told that if they worship and they sacrifice their children, especially their firstborns, they will have prosperity. So this this nothing has really changed. These people and the doctors, the doctors that do what they're doing for prosperity, the young women and older women and the people that are behind her, whether it be their man, their husband, their families supporting these actions. It's all about the prosperity of the person. You can't afford to have a kid. It's going to interfere with your plans. You don't want to have a kid. You have plans. We have plans. It's not the right time. It all has to do with prosperity. And, you know, again, Bob, with your situation, the family praying for purgatory, these are works. Somehow they believe that they're helping somebody. So someone else is prospering. So, again, it's all about prosperity and benefiting. And that's what this has always been about. So the people take the mark in the end times because why? They prosper when they take it. They're promised certain things. And that's why God talks about the flesh and um, you know, the way into heaven is very narrow. And that's the thing. People are putting their flesh and their prosperity over the sacrifice of, no, I'm not going to do this today or I'm not going to have this many drinks today and I'm not going to do drugs today. You know, <clears throat> They're walking with Christ and doing what they have to do while the other ones are laying down killing their own unborn children because there's a purpose. Why would a person want to do that to a, a, a living you know, person? It all has to do with themselves. It's always about themselves and the world that Kevin's talking about where we're pointed out as the bad guys is because you're interfering with prosperity. Don't interfere with that person's feelings. And I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, so you guys know about the Florida law with Ron DeSantis, and they're calling it the don't say Gay" bill. That's not what it is at all. It's, it's, if you read it, it says that parents have the right to tell their children and not teachers at five years old what sexual orientation is. That's no conversation for a child or a five-year-old. So they call it the don't say gay bill. So Adams in New York City, the new mayor, puts up a billboard saying, come to New York City where you can say whatever you want. Did you guys hear about this? Mm. But what's (laughs) funny is that there was a Christian woman that didn't support children wearing masks anymore. And she said to Adams, why are the children still wearing them when they're five years old? And the city fired her. So talk (laughs) about hypocrisy. Talk about double talk. He literally put a billboard up saying, come to New York City, which is fine. Let them go. These people are moving and things are happening because they're going to move to these states. They're going to move to the mini Babylons. And he's got a billboard that says, come to New York City. You can say whatever you want. And then the very same week, he fires the Christian woman who just questioned him. Why are the five-year-olds still wearing masks?
3: Interesting know, is, the thing is that the, he missed the most important part of that, that billboard in the last sentence, which is as long as it agrees with what we believe. Exactly. Because you're not allowed to have free speech if you disagree with them, you see? Right, And so mm-hmm. that's the... Isn't that the ultimate hypocrisy,
1: right?
2: And that's the but beginning you, of the, the the slaughter of the Christians during the Revelation. You, you know, they, that's... They, uh,
1: you know, that's... Uh, you know, I was thinking about this the other night. You know, right now is the generation the people who are living right now. Like that guy you're talking about right there, the mayor of New York City. These are the type of people... That are going to be the ones that are going to be they're the perfect people for the tribulation period. Perfect, perfect. They're the perfect people because I believe if God tried to pull off the tribulation back in 1946 or 1950, we had God in schools, we had all that going on, people studying the Bible. I mean, it was I mean it was a great time. I think the 50s, you know. Yeah. But now, they're, boy, it's uh, it's nasty out there now, in- and the people living right now they are the they are the people that are meant. They to are be in it for themselves. The period.
0: They're in it for themselves, like you said, Brother Joe. I mean that just rang a bell with me because I said, you know, even people who want heaven are in for something—a return on investment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you become a believer in Christ, it it, it, it goes away. Heaven is not the main thing for us anymore. You know, we we want to be good people. We want to try to get into heaven and live a a peaceful life in heaven but now it all turns when you come to christ you realize oh this isn't about heaven anymore Mm. this isn't just about getting in what i want and getting into peace a peaceful relaxing atmosphere this Mm. is about a relationship with the king of kings lord of lords and that was a big turning point in my life when i realized what this really was about what the bible was truly about what it was speaking about in my life and everyone else's lives because it, it, it drew us away from ourselves again, because being a Roman Catholic growing up as a Roman Catholic, that was one of the things we wanted to gain entrance into heaven. It wasn't so much about a relationship with Christ. It was, I wanted to do good enough to be able to get into heaven. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? What's in it for you? Oh, heaven. It's going to be a glorious place. Well, now, yes, we understand that to a point, but now it's much different when we become believers, either spirit-filled believers or born-again believers, however you want to describe it. That is now a turning point in realizing it's it's not about us. It's about the cross, about Jesus, what he did for us on that cross, in the blood of Jesus that saves us.
2: Yeah, as I right? age absolutely Amen, as, brother as I age in my walk with Christ, the relationship because the situation I was in when he answered my prayer, I was in I was in a bad spot. And for me to go through what I had to go through from that moment on, he was I needed him. Now as my relationship builds with him and I see his character more through dreams and visions and I see how he operates in my life, like He gave me a lot of blessings this week that I was not expecting. And when that happens, I just, you know, I smile, I thank him. And I always know that he knows everything I'm going to do or say from now until forever. So like that clicks in my mind. I'm always like, you know, I know that, you know, what's happening. And that's a fun relationship to have. But the thing at this point now, because of the world we're in and the things that I've done and the things that. Um, i struggle with the things that I, you know the crosses we bear and we put at god's feet to get us through them i'm at the point now where yeah heaven's going to be great it's forever and forever's a long time and but the most the thing i'm most excited about and i know people deal with this and 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 they feel the same way as they they're starting to truly understand and hate sin sin and the flesh is the most corrupt um, distracting thing, and I can't stand it. I, that's the one thing I'm looking forward to, is the shedding of this whole thing and being renewed with Christ <clears throat> to where I could have pure joy, being that I've had a taste of it in a rapture dream, and knowing, like, you know, for, I, when I that happened, I wasn't thinking about forever in heaven and all the great stuff in there. I was thinking about just how I felt spiritually in that very moment when it happened. And that joy is forever. So a place isn't what it is. It's, it's, it's how Christ makes you feel and removes what's in our bloodlines. And it's such a battle spiritually. And everybody listening on this is dealing with it in some way. And a person at some point in their walk with Christ starts to realize, man, I really hate this sin. Body pulls me one way at times I don't want to and I'm paying attention. I know what's going on and the world has made it to where we're so bombarded with temptation that god knew that we were going to fail daily and made a way for us to go to him cleanse ourselves with his blood because nobody can go a day without the flesh or the mind or the heart doing something sinful and that I'm just that I'm very grateful for because there's always a way out with him and that's his promise to us if you abide in me and you repent and you have faith in me you will be with me and i will give you i will take away that suit of temptation so that's that's for me personally that's the one thing i'm looking for i don't care about having a, a new bo- you know a, a perfect but bo- the fact that it's all gone it doesn't exist and the new millennium is going to be a really good time is really exciting And, um, and again, what
0: about the food though, Joe, come on, what about the food? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. The food (laughs) show. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, but the thing is that like when the millennium comes and the people are gathered again by Satan, you know, it just, it blows me away. But again, it's a prosperity thing. I don't know what they're going to be looking for, how he engages these souls to come with him, unless it's just about jealousy and they see the believers who are glorified. I don't know what it is. its You know, but that's the world we're living in. These people don't, they they don't hate sin. You know, we, a, a born again believer starts to hate himself in a way that's not condemning. They start to hate the things that the flesh makes them feel. And that condemnation is always washed away through Christ and repentance. But you really start to hate that. And that's what I'm looking forward to is getting enough of the condemnation, enough of the guilt,
1: you know, and being clean with Christ forever. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to happen. rapture, resurrection. You know, right now you're clean with Christ. All of right. us are. Our spirit is. Spirit, our spirit okay. is brought to life. You know, uh, the Bible says in, uh, in Colossians uh, 2.13, I believe, uh, that we are dead in our trespasses and sins. Okay. But we are quickened through Christ, uh, rebirth through the Holy Spirit. So now our spirit is sealed to the day of redemption. Like I always say, Ephesians 4.30. But you know what's um, interesting about having a sealed spirit? You know how people always ask, can a Christian born again believer be possessed by a demon? No. Why? Because your spirit's sealed. That door's sealed. Jesus knocks on the door. You open the door. You let him in. He closes the door and he seals it. He stays with you forever. Nobody else is getting in there. He brings you to life. And guess what? Now that's all done. And now Jesus knows, okay, I know you have a body and you need a body to exist in forever. We'll deal with that at the end of this dispensation of grace where I'm going to give a, everybody involved in the body of Christ a big corporate birthday. Everybody's going to be resurrected and those who are living are going to be changed. And we're all going to be in brand new bodies birthed all on the same day. Bodies that... um of course, be a spirit living within a temple forever, and be a glorified temple. Okay, a heavenly capable body. You know, and our body is sinful right now, and that's where people get confused. You know, you get involved with in sin and all stuff like that. Your spirit doesn't sin. Your body sins. Okay, but thing is, guys, you know that your spirit is hey, knock it off, stop doing it. You know, the only way that your spirit will be able to do that, if it is purely for God, it's one sided because if your spirit was kind of half and half. That spirit will go over to the sinful side, too, and you will have no remorse for your sins. That goes to show you that your spirit is fully for God, all for God, no sin. That's why it's able to confidently look at you and like it's almost like you look at yourself in the mirror and say, You're a sinful person. You need to knock this stuff off. It's not good for you. It's taking the wind out of your sails. Mm -hmm. Good news is, if you die, Bob's body, if you die, Bob's spirit gets to go to heaven. But the gift of salvation is also applied to Bob's body. Of course, Bob's body doesn't receive that gift until the end of the dispensation of grace, where we all receive our corporate birthday present, rapture, resurrection event. Amen? Amen. Amen. Which I believe is going to be this year. Too many crazy things happening this year. Too many incredible alignments happen this year. And I know I sent you those pictures. I talked about the fig tree generation. If the fig tree generation is not from 1948 to 2028, with a reason and with the basically for 2028, Israel turns 80 years old on March 14th, according to the 1948 you know timeline. If it's based on that, of course, 1948, I mean, in 2028, Israel is 80 years old, okay? But they're 80 years old for a whole year. So I believe sometime during that time will be the Lord's return, you know, even though the Shemitah, seven-year Shemitah week runs until the fall of 2029. But I believe sometime within the year of 2029, Jesus will return. Of course, the Bible talks about, lest these days be shortened, which probably why which probably explains why there is a gap. As you can see right here in this chart, in twenty twenty eight we turn Israel turns eighty years old and then in twenty twenty nine Israel turns eighty one. Once Israel turns eighty one, it's done. So and can you go to the uh the Shemitah one, the next one over, Greg? the green arrows on it. Yeah. So right there, you can see right here, the seven year Shemitah cycle, which I believe will be the semi tribulation if it works out this way, will run between these two green arrows right here. And that will be the beginning in the cycle from 2022 Rosh Hashanah to 2029 Rosh Hashanah. So, and then if you go to the next one, the fig tree generation on top, 1948, the fig tree generation passes to 81. On May 14th, 2029. But the tribulation seven-year Shemitah cycle, the 11th cycle, runs from Rosh Hashanah 2022 to Rosh Hashanah 2029. The fall of 29, which means there's a six-month difference. So the only thing that can explain the, the difference between these two timelines, the fact that one is much shorter than the other, is because what Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 33, that lest these days be shortened. And when I'm referring to the days being shortened. If you go to the next picture there, Greg, it's not the seven year tribulation being shortened, it's the activities within the seven year tribulation being shortened. See, the seven year Shemitah cycle doesn't get shortened because that's going to mess everything up going for the next 700 years, okay, or a thousand years, the rest of the time here on earth. So, what has to happen here? Is the time of Satan's activities here on the earth, everything happening here on the earth during the seven year Shemitah cycle has to be shortened. That's why you see here in this chart that the activities don't run for the full seven years. And basically during this time, you know, it could be the, the, the seven year tribulation and Jesus returns, maybe in the spring. And now this gives Israel time to clean up. They they're gonna have um the blood up to the horse's bridle, so they're going to have a ton of dead bodies to clean up. Nobody's going to be celebrating anything until this all gets cleaned up. And, of course, the Feast of Trumpets in 2029 is coronation of the king, the huh. morning Feast of the Lamb. <laughs> so could that mean that Jesus returns in the spring of 2029, then they clean everything up, and then the celebration begins with the fall feast days of 2029? Like,
3: right after Apophis comes and destroys half the Earth on uh, April 13th, <laughs> Friday the 13th, 2029. Wormwood is what Tom Tom Warren calls it. Wormwood.
1: Yeah, I I, I studied all that. Uh, Apophis is actually not supposed to hit the Earth. It's supposed to do a flyby. Yeah, well, that's what they say, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it does fly well,
3: just by. Who knows? But you know what, Bob? It's supposed to fly, I like, right between know, the Earth and the Moon. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's supposed to be, like, actually as close as, like, 18,000 miles which some satellites actually are in that that Mm -hmm. area as well should be uh, that would be interesting um one thing i you know i was last week when you were talking about this you'd put your video up about an hour before the the broadcast or hour and a half and i wasn't able to i was why i watched like the first two minutes and i was like bob i gotta watch the rest after it and i did and uh you know, one thing that really jumped out at me was kind of like how you how you likened this part of it, which is, you know, hey, the, the days are going to cut be cut short to you likened that to like somebody working an eight hour job
1: mm-hmm.
3: and they don't necessarily work full eight hours. But, you know, they're getting paid for eight hours, right? And it's an eight-hour day for their job. But they actually, like, cut off work a little bit early and kind of get their things ready and, you know, talk to their buddies and, you know, hey, what are you doing tonight? Are you working when you're doing that? No. But are you at work? Are you still on the clock for those eight hours? Yeah. Yep. I thought that was really an interesting kind of, like, you know, just. A, a similar a thing to kind of think about that way where it's like, yeah, the seven years are, are there, but does that mean that like the last day of the seven years is like when that last thing happens with that? I mean, could, could, could it be that there like, there's are some things at the very end that are going to take some time. You also talked about like, Hey, what if you got to set up a wedding piece? Can you do that in an hour or two or a day? No, you can't do no. that in an hour or two. It's gonna take some time if you're talking like a citywide beast that's gonna take mm-hmm. some time, isn't it? And then also it's talking about you know battle a battle going on. Is that gonna take just a a moment or a minute? probably i mean it, it, it could i mean Jesus could do it, but i don't it doesn't seem like he's gonna just take it like just like a snap. The snap kind of happens at the end of the millennium, and there was somebody question about this too saying. Um, you know, are those people from hell? And no, those people aren't from hell. It, it's clearly states that Satan is loosed for a little while to deceive the nations. So that's mm-hmm. talking about people that are living during that period of time, not in hell, but actually living, he deceives the nations, and they come against Jerusalem. Bunt, like all the nations, basically come against Jerusalem, and what happens? Boom! It's quick. It's not a long pro, you know, protracted battle. It's God sends down fire and consumes them. I mean, it is it is immediate. So I thought that was really interesting, Bob. And it's an interesting take on the days not being short. There, the, the days being shortened. There are people who who mentioned stuff like could could the actual like rotation of the earth change so that it's not like 24 hours anymore and a day is not 24 hours long, but it's in fact 18 hours long or 12 hours long or something like that. So there's been all these different kind of like thoughts and and hypothesis about it, but I have not, I have not actually ever heard this one before. And so I got to hand it to you at least for that to actually come up with something that I've never heard before, because I thought I heard it all about, you know, how it's going to go down in the end. I've I've heard so many different things, but this one is mm-hmm. very interesting to me.
1: Well, you know, you made a great point there. You know, the Bible says that Satan will be loosed for a short time. Mm-hmm. You know, is that God saying, "Look, I know I cut you off before the seven tribulations over, but Can they give you a little I'm more time give to you after the thousand years is over." You know, God's okay.
3: very fair, isn't he? I mean, he's yeah, very he's fair. fair.
1: He's just God. He was Satan. He's a just God.
3: I took it away from you. And Satan would be like, he'd always have that. If God didn't give him back some time, he'd always have that. He'd be like, you know, you, you, God, are actually evil because you did not fulfill what you said you were going to do and give me all this time. You actually took it away from me. So, of course, because you're scared, aren't you? You're scared of me. He's like, okay, fine. You can be loose for a little while. Go at it. Deceive all the nations once again and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's when he ultimately gets tossed into the lake of fire for eternity. So, I mean, that's like the ultimate judgment on Satan at the very end,
1: right? Amen. Yeah, that's um. And the thing is that this timeline has a discrepancy between the seven year tribulation and the seven year Shemitah the week. And the fig tree generation. How many times are we going to see this fig tree generation happen again? Think about that. And then how many times are we going to have an 11th Shemitah cycle? That 11 means chaos, disorder, and judgment. Okay. The fact that that's lining up. And then we have the time getting cut short between the two of these, which also is biblical from um, uh, Matthew 24, verse 33. So it's biblical about that time. So here's the question. Does the... Does someone just said the temple needs to be rebuilt first.
3: Is there any, is there any passage in the Bible that says that the temple must be rebuilt prior to the rapture resurrection?
0: No, there
3: I've never seen a a verse that says that. What, What I do see though, is that the temple has to be rebuilt prior to the Antichrist declaring himself as God in the holy place, which is the temple. And then you'll get some people who will say, well, wait a minute. We are the temple. Okay, yeah, very true. We are the temple, but non believers aren't the temple. <laughs> non believers want to build a temple. So consider it that way is that yes, we, Bob, are you yearning for a temple right now? No, of course you're not, because the Holy Spirit is inside of us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the, the Bible says that those who believe are that. But the ones who don't believe, they're looking for a temple to Buddha, or a mosque to Allah, or All right. a uh, a temple to Jehovah, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, not 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 Jesus. Not not indwelling the Holy Spirit that Jesus, uh, you know, left so that we could have the Holy Spirit. But in fact say, we want a temple so that we can do animal sacrifices again and go back to all that when, in fact, the writer of Hebrews, some people think it's Paul, some people don't, but the writer of Hebrews says, you don't need that. We already have a high priest. We have a high priest. His name is Jesus. He died once and for all, so he covered our sins then when he died. And so we don't have to have animal sacrifices anymore. But those, those people are not believing in Christ. They want to have a temple. But, the, but nowhere in the Bible does it say that the temple has to be built prior to the rapture uh, rapture well, resurrection.
1: Well, the, the temple is not meant for us who are the body of Christ, neither Jew nor Gentile. The temple right. is meant for the Jews. Yeah. Okay. That's what it's meant for. That's how they always did it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to have an indwelling Holy Spirit within them, but they're also going to have that corporate temple
2: where right. Jesus
1: will sit on his throne for a thousand years, a corporate temple where there's going to be an abomination of desolation. Okay. There's the going to be a temple, temple
3: right?
1: because like, where does the like abomination desolation temple, right? take
3: place? Yeah. Right? That's a fourth temple. And here's the other thing too, Bob, is that this temple I've heard that they're talking about building. Um, I've heard that it actually can get built pretty quickly. Oh yeah. That yeah, They're talking like six months. I mean, you've got, Time time between the rapture and the abomination of desolation. I mean, the, the I, I it doesn't seem like the rapture it happened.
1: Oh, we lost it. The abomination
3: Whoa. of desolation. Yeah. So I would think that a temple could be built well between the, the rapture, resurrection, and the abomination of desolation. Well, but there's plenty been- of time there.
1: Well, I heard they already have it all pieced out already. It's just pretty yeah. much pulling up, connect this, connect, 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 done. You know, it wouldn't surprise me, guys, that when they say, let's build a temple, that the ground just opens up, and this thing just <laughs> comes up out of the ground. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me one bit. <laughs> <They're>
3: like, <laughs> I, I a somebody thought about that.
1: It's I mean, underground, also, it's rising of Atlantis, you know, it's coming up out of the ground. You it know. also
3: could be a um, – it doesn't necessarily have to be a gigantic – temple either i mean it could be some kind of tabernacle right um you know because i mean it's talk because it talks about you know the the, and they could say you know hey this 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 edifice here is for that and then they could they they could try to build upon it later there's all kinds of different things that could happen from that but here's the interesting part though bob is like what if and i don't don't get all mad at me but what if we actually are around for a little longer period of time, and we actually do see a temple start getting built? Mm-hmm. Do all of a sudden there, someone was telling me in the chat before, you know what the apostasy is, Bob? Do you know what it is? It's for all those people who believe in the rapture.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: You know, that those are the people, Bob, you, me, Joe, Greg, uh, you know, any other preacher and believer, basically, we're the ones who are on the precipice of losing our right. salvation and losing faith. Right? I mean, right. we're we're just yes. a we're just a stone's throw away. Just like the rapture doesn't happen, and the and the temple starts getting built, and Greg all of a sudden his knees start shaking like Belshazzar, and he's like, yeah.
0: oh, oh no. I, I thought I was just neutral know. here, Kevin. What's going on? You bringing me uh, you back? Know, into know, I bet you.
1: What what happened? What happened with Apostle Paul? Well, he's like smoking weed. You right. know, when he wrote first, uh, First Corinthians fifteen fifty one to yeah. fifty three, or First Thessalonians 4, 16 and seventeen. When I mean, he wrote those verses of specific rapture verses. He was very specific yeah. with the series of events. You don't make stuff like that up.
3: But he had a medical no. exemption, so, Bob, he was fine. <laughs> um, listen, you know, you're, you're right. No, he, did, he he was not on drugs. He, he got inspiration from the Holy Spirit. He himself was caught up. He mm-hmm. said, he's like, I knew a man. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, what man? You? Yes. I mean, it's like 13 years ago, I think it was, or 14 years ago. And I don't know if it was in the body or in the spirit or what, but, I mean, I was taken up into heaven, basically, and it was like I was caught up. And so, of course, I mean, doesn't it make sense that that God would give him kind of like this this pre-show of things to come and then, and then reveal to him the mystery of the rapture? Um, pretty amazing. Our our Lord is, I mean, in order to do yeah. that. And yeah, I mean, listen, Greg, th- this is a perfect verse. And so I, I, I was just kidding around with you earlier with the with the knees knocking thing. Um, but, uh, well, mainly because I mean, you're like one of the, the, you're not going to be doing that. I mean, that's why, Yeah. you know, it became a joke because it's just, it's like, so it's so ridiculous. These people are trying to really steal away our blessed hope. They try to cause division and then they say, but I'm with Christ. You'll see. And it's just like, oh, there come there goes the pride, right? Oh, I'll, I'll tell, I'll show you when you're still here and falling away and I'll be laughing in derision at you. And it's like, well, don't you, wouldn't you rather say, Hey, um, can you come to the Lord? You know, I don't know about that. So th- those th- that's just all wrapped up into one thing there, but th- this must put on incorruption. This mortal must put on immortality prior to us going to heaven. And Bob talks about that a lot. He's just like, look, you have to be. Ch-
0: Did we lose you?
3: Full body, yeah. yeah. The, that's, uh, know, that's Jesus. Jesus died, rose, and then he went to heaven. I mean, he was like, "Don't touch me! I haven't gone to the Father yet." But he was able to go because he was sinless. Well, are you sinless, Bob? I mean, you're sinless in God's eye because you're saved by by the blood of Jesus Christ. But your body is is still. You know, rotting and wretched right now. So there's no way that you're going to be able to, to 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 go on your own and get into heaven with a with a corruption that you that that you and I and all of us in this world have put on. We must become incorruptible prior to that.
1: Well, that's uh, that's the whole reason why I got to sign over here. And if you guys notice it, time for time for some uptime common sense. I love <laughs> it. You know the fact. That the common sense of the age of grace, the dispensation of grace, is how does God end it? Okay. During this time, during this covenant of grace that we're given, God made a promise to us. I'm going to seal you to the day of redemption. I'm going to save you. If you die, your spirit goes to heaven. But at the day of redemption, there's going to be a rapture resurrection event. For the age of grace, for everybody that gets saved in the covenant of grace. Okay. That's gonna be that's gonna happen at the end. Okay. That's the promise to us, rapture, resurrection. That's how God closes the dispensation of grace out. And I've done those videos where every dispensation gets closed out by a major event that closes it out, and it deals specifically with the people that were saved during that dispensation. So when this dispensation comes to an end, God has to close it out, remove everybody that's involved in this covenant of grace during this dispensation. And take us to heaven why because there is a new gospel that's introduced to the earth called the everlasting gospel right brother kevin revelation Amen. chapter 14 the uh the, the angels start preaching the everlasting gospel and the everlasting gospel guys is completely contrary to the gospel of grace and if you don't believe me go to the book of acts and see how much paul argued with the apostles they had uh well i forgot which verse it was but uh Basically, it said that they did not have a small argument. They had a huge argument. But then they realized, hey, that's how God's dealing with the Gentiles, and this is how the Lord's dealing with us, the Jews. And they made peace with it. Okay. Yeah. So this is how the age of grace ends. So anybody that says, you know, we're gonna be we're gonna go right into the tribulation period, that would mean then that would mean that we're no longer saved by grace. God took the gift of grace away from us, so now we have to earn our way in heaven and die for our sins in order to get saved. That base yeah. that makes God an Indian giver, right? It does. Say, it does. It does definitely
3: seem like the gospel that's being preached in the tribulation period, and the o- really the only gospel that's actually being preached during that period of time is the gospel of the kingdom. And um, and right now, sure, you can you can. You can go to the kingdom and that's, you know, we're not going to be shut out of that for sure. But, um, but we're saved by grace through faith. And there's just not, I just don't, I just think the reason why Bob is just that there's not just going to be an opportunity for any kind of lukewarm type of Christian that, 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 that goes in the tribulation. I mean, you're not going to have that, that, that luxury to like, you know, to decide I'm, I'm, today I'm going to screw around. I mean, it's just, that's just not going to be there for them. You're, 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 you're going to have to, um, I mean, a lot. many people are going to be killed for their faith. I mean, it's pretty obvious. So, I mean, it's a whole different paradigm during the tribulation. But to, but to tell people that the apostasy, the falling away are all those so-called Christians who believe in the pre-trib rapture, uh, that, that's, a, that's, that's, you know, I've heard that before. But when, like, you actually put it that way, well, that's a stretch. You're really stretching on that one. I mean, that is like, Greg, I I don't know what to say about that, even more from what I just said, because, I mean, that is like going way out on a limb and saying that's what the apostasy is.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. you know, people will put their own thoughts and ideologies into things. We've gone over stuff and we've brought scripture to the table to back it up. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, when, when I am commenting or replying to a comment, I usually reply now with scripture, yeah, and I got to tell you when you do that it's very <laughs> difficult for the person to reply back yeah, you don't know, give any replies back them, to you. To you. <laughs> yeah it's very difficult for them to do that's true um I'm not saying it doesn't you know it doesn't always work, but
3: yeah yeah you know where but you going. know what i mean come on let's let's reason let's uh, let's come together as brothers and sisters in Christ, and let's encourage each other, and let's do what like you know. First Thessalonians four eighteen says, "Therefore comfort each other with these words." I mean, you know, to say. I mean, seriously. I mean, you get First Thessalonians four sixteen and seventeen to talk about, you know, we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the in the air and be with the Lord for uh, forevermore. And it's just like, therefore comfort each other with these words. And it's like, and if you believe that, you're the part of the apostasy. So be comforted, my my friends. <laughs> I mean, I, that doesn't sound too comforting to me, Bob. It's like, if you believe in the pre-trib rapture, man, you're you're falling away first. Like
0: get does that.
3: Yeah. That's just yeah. no, there's no comfort in that for me. Come on now.
1: Well, well, Come who, on, who, man. Who said, who said the falling away? Who quoted that? That's our what? Apostle Paul. Who who quoted and who preached the gospel of grace? Apostle Paul. Who preached the rapture resurrection? Apostle Paul. Who preached the rapture and resurrection? What happened before the tribulation? Apostle Paul. So if you're going to tell me that that falling away is us believing what our Apostle Paul said, <laughs> wow, you don't read your Bible, man. Okay. <laughs> you just don't read your Bible. You might, you might listen to a few YouTubers, like, hey, I want to sound cool here, and come out here and say some stuff like that. I just
3: wonder well, what, like, okay, listen, it's just difficult for me to understand that mindset. And I'm just wondering, like, Joe, do you have any any anything, you, any words of wisdom you can tell me of like why someone would want to live their life and feel that way every day, and then be and then feel so motivated in that um, in that ideology that they got to come on to a site and start telling everybody that they're that they're they're going to lose their faith. I mean, where I just don't I don't get the I don't understand the motivation there. I don't understand like what's driving that 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 driving
2: force. It's the same, in my opinion, it's the same as an atheist. They just don't believe. If you truly believe, the Holy Spirit can't guide you down that road. It's impossible. Just a lack of faith. So It's just, you're not, you know, yeah, you're of the world. I've always looked at people like, there's an atheist over there. He believes in nothing. <clears throat> He's a nice guy, does his, takes care of his business, minds his business. And then you have a guy getting on the internet. Well, one just got the volume turned up louder than the other, but they're the same. It's us against, it's not us against them, but it's us and them. And that's, you know, it, there's just levels of separation. So the person that's commenting or angry is just filled with uh, demonic possession of some sort.
3: It could be some of that. It could be ignorance. It also could yeah. be, you know, the, the I'm not worthy right. syndrome. I mean, right? this- How could God, you know, take me to escape? We must go through tribulation. The Bible says that we must endure tribulation and this and that. So how can we actually well, escape those things?
2: Yeah, that's someone like Bob said doesn't know their Bible because that verse that Greg just had up, it really clicks. The Spirit just told me something basically like that verse talking about the angel flying around telling people not to take. Uh, no, my mistake. I think it's the verse after that or before that talks. The angel says, um, don't take the mark of the beast, of the image mm-hmm. of the beast. It's, that verse alone tells you that we're not going to be here if yeah. we pass. If, because we would be here to tell them that God wouldn't need to send an angel. We're here. So we're we're all out of here. So the people that need to be told that are the people who don't read the book. When That's I need directions when I need directions to go somewhere, I ask my mom. I'm like, hey, how do I get there? I've never been there. She's been there. She knows the road taken.
3: You know, you, you made me laugh because –
2: Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that thing's
3: just been bothering me for days. Um, I might have got it that time, though. Um, you know, you make me laugh because the, not only you said, okay, yeah, the angels are going to say that to people, right, right here. Right. So they're like, yeah, don't, don't receive the mark, right? If any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark, Greg, scroll. <laughs>
2: I think it's everlasting damnation. In
3: his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and the presence of the lamb and the smoke of their torment ascended up. How long? Forever and ever. Okay. That is the lake of fire. You take the mark. And they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Okay. So here's the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of of Jesus. So that's different, right? You're talking about people who do not do that, who do not keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus and the ones who do. And so you have those two groups and the ones who take the mark, the angels are, are saying, don't do that because that gets you in the lake of fire and you said if we were there for it we would be telling people and i laughed because people are already doing that now when it's not right. the mark of the beast so right. think about how much more they w- we could be doing it then when it actually is now right. you now it's actually a little tragic because now you've got people who are telling people that they're they're damned to hell forever well guess what those people are not angels okay the people who are telling you that They are not angels. These angels are actually going to come and say that when the time is right and when it's actually the mark of the beast. So do not listen to these people who are telling you that. There's actual people that are committing suicide because those people are telling them that. There is one reported suicide that I know of that has happened. So I'm saying like the blood of that person is on that person's hands, okay? But it let's be, it. be fair.
2: If the person be had fair. read the, if the person had read the word, like Bob mentions, they would know that they, that person was that person. Listen, if you're saved, you're not going to do that. That's fear, and that's someone who's lost. Because if you had, what when I started hearing that jazz on the internet about when the V came out, I sat down and I just wanted to know the warnings of the mark and that verse tells you that it's not, and that puts it all to bed instantly. there was no angels flying and warning us not to take it and that's how I also know we won't be here because if an angel showed up in this meeting right now and told the four of us and everybody watching hey don't tell don't take the mark, what would we say? we'd be like, yeah, we know we already know this so this that that time frame does not apply to us, and at the same mm-hmm. time when I saw that verse it made me think about the Catholic Church, <clears throat> in my opinion, there's not gonna be a Catholic. This false prophet, I don't think, is if unless the Pope switches into some other thing, the Catholic Church can't exist during the tribulation because so many people that are left behind that went to Catholic churches are gonna be taking these past these priests out out to this to the woodshed. So that religion I think is that 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 religion. Is going to be gone, and that's when I think the temple will be built because the Jews again will have the hand. They'll have they'll have they'll have the one last <clears throat> um, belief system that exists as a stronghold. So I think the Catholic Church is gone after the after the Rapture because how could they stand? What are they going to tell people? So that falls apart, and it's not mentioned really. You know, Babylon is Babylon, but. Um, gonna, I think,
3: well I, I mean they could go back to I mean uh, let me just play I don't like to say this word devil's advocate but let's just play it for a minute and that is what if the Catholic Church says oh well you know those those Protestants are, are gone they were the bad they were the bad Protestants It's a hard they didn't come back to our mother church we told them we told them you need to come back to the mother church and they didn't listen to us after hundreds and hundreds of years and finally they got their 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 due they're out of
2: here. Well, think about this one. When did the Catholic Church show up? When Constantine figured out that he couldn't control the Christians. Sure. That means that the the church showed up after Christ left and ascended. So sure. I'm thinking that once we leave and ascend, it falls back down. Yeah. It rose when Maybe. Jesus rose. It'll fall when the fall starts. Maybe, right?
3: but Bob, but Bob, they are looking for. A savior from the sky, are they not? I mean, they are searching for that alien savior night and day. So telescopes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, they're going to get it. They're going to get a supernatural savior. I mean, are they're there going, going to be a be supernatural world? Well, like the leaders, leadership kind of follow
0: that? Well, folks, they've been promoting that for a while. I That's, mean, it's, I mean, this of, is not, it's new, new, not in every parish, but they, you know, they had uh, what was his name, Corrado Belducci, I believe yeah, yeah. his name was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have been promoting this. Aliens are, you know, our brothers and right. I mean, you're not going to we, hear it. Baptized parish, by him if they knew more parish. about
3: God than mm-hmm. we do.
0: But they have been promoting. Unless it, so. listen, um,
2: unless this this false messiah literally plays the identical role of Jesus, and the Catholic Church stays in place. And they use another deception. see because when we read the Bible it says that he's a false Messiah, he claims to be the Messiah. Well maybe we should take it literal since the Bible's literal and maybe he really shows up and says he's Jesus and mm-hmm. and we're just we're gone for some other reason like he may literally say that he is the Messiah Jesus or that you know he's Allah mm-hmm. and Jesus is his henchman like uh, the Muslims say. You know, yeah, I have but, one
1: question. I have yeah. one question for that Jesus when he shows us, hey, I'm Jesus. I have one question. Where's your flying horse? <laughs> you got to have a flying horse. I know yeah. my Bible says you come down here on a flying horse. Well, Doesn't the he Bible, have, like, way where are your arms to
3: heaven?
2: In You're supposed to be on flying the horse too. Or
3: something on the side too. My oh, understanding
2: yeah. of Islam is that Allah went up in a flying horse, Bob. So it may no. not be too far-fetched that he comes back ah.
1: down on a horse. Creature. It actually says Creature. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> What's interesting
3: though is that it says, remember when Jesus creature. ascended in heaven. They're like, Why are you standing here? Like, he's going to come back the same way as he left. That's interesting that you say that, Joe, because I mean, Antichrist is is going to try to copy and like, you know, he's, gonna got, trick. Yeah. he's got this mortal wound, right? And then he gets
1: healed from it. I mean, yeah.
3: it's all this copying thing. And oh,
2: um, a replica.
1: Yeah I, love,
3: yeah.
1: I like what Joe said earlier about, you know, if. When those angels are preaching, you know, if we're here, then why are those angels preaching? Right. Okay. When those angels show up, they're going to be preaching not to take the mark of the beast. Yeah, we're telling everybody that right now, but it's not here, but don't take it when it comes. If you get left behind, that's what we're preaching. But when those angels show up, it's going to be, it's going to be way too much. And there's also another issue, too. I talked about this before. If those angels show up, first of all, our apostle Paul told us to rebuke those angels. Because right. if they call, because they're going to preach an everlasting gospel. Read the book of Revelation. He preaches the everlasting gospel. It's a different gospel, contrary to ours, like I said before. So when he shows up, I was like, "That's not our gospel." I rebuke you. You're rebuked yeah. in Jesus' name. So God can't have that. So yeah, in order to avoid all confusion, He has to remove us. Okay, because there's a new gospel here. We're going to confuse everybody. And God's not the God of confusion. Right. This is why we have to be removed. Okay, and yeah, and that 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 to me okay. that's like uh that's just once again a common sense. The why angels, the rapture, resurrection has to take place before the tribulation begins. Well, apparently, and the fallen I'm angels here, are with my
0: knees Shaking, according to uh,
1: yeah, yeah, Greg's <laughs> knees
3: are shaking. But the the fa- like the fallen angels, are preaching a, a different gospel as well. I mean, they're they're pointing to this antichrist and and taking his image and the mark and all this stuff. I mean. There's going to be, I mean, there's. Going to, they say, and Jesus said, there's going to be many who come in Jesus' name and say, hey, he's over there, he's over there, he's in the mountains, he's here. Don't yeah. believe it. Don't be deceived, you know? So there's going to be all kinds of craziness that goes on right. during that period of time. Um, so he's but-
2: going gonna to probably have these demons pretending to be Jesus, since that that kind of made me think when you said that is that, if they're over here and over there, that means they're all, all over the world. They're all over the place. So he's got yeah. he he's got fake messiahs that, you know, the demons are playing fake messiahs.
3: I mean, isn't that, I mean, Bob Culley's like, you know, God, God is not the author of confusion, Satan is. So, I mean, if you got like, you know, tons of messiahs all over the place and then, you know, and then ultimately, of course, the Antichrist is not going to like any religion that basically doesn't worship him. Um, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, like people have talked about the demise of Islam, you know, during the tribulation, uh, Buddhism, like any kind of religion basically is like, just going to be like, no, that is not, that's not it. I am God, right? Uh, You will worship me. I am, I I am, you know, the creator. And so, you know, when you, when you deal with that, uh, yeah, you don't really let other people's have their beliefs in other gods and things like that so maybe one day like the catholic church as we know it will be be devoured and that's possible like that's the heart like part of the harlot system that is devoured by the beast it rides the beast for a while until the beast is like don't need you anymore i'm done with that i want all the worship myself and so devours the beast uh that's going to be a a, you know babylon has fallen you know, all those things at that time. I mean, could Babylon, mystery Babylon, be multiple cities? Some people have talked about that. That it could be, you know, Rome and New York and this and that. And it's like, they all go down in a day. And um, is that is that B- Babylon? Or is it actual city? Or is it actually Babylon <laughs> gets rebuilt? So there's all kinds of, uh, you know, speculation about that. But we do know that one day, there is going to be major destruction like in an hour and it's going to basically decimate that, that harlot system. And, you know, the antichrist is going to have his problems too, but certainly, you know, forcing people to worship him um, is going to be, you know, fairly easy for, for a lot of people just to worship him because they're looking for a, a, you see the conditioning now they're looking for a savior. They're looking for a Messiah. I
2: mm-hmm. mean,
3: even those who, who say they believe in, Allah, or you know, or it, the Jews themselves—they they, they're looking for a, a Messiah. I mean, the Catholic Church is right. looking for the space alien to come save. So, I mean, you, New Agers are looking for space aliens as well.
2: He may so, say he's the creator of all of it. He may say, yeah. "I create." Do you, I'm, I'm exactly. I'm the God of Islam. I'm the God of New Age. Yeah. I'm the God of Jesus. I'm the God of the. TV. I seated you
3: here long ago. Right. Transpermia is actually true. I was the one who seated you I am your father, you know? I mean uh, and then you get people will be like, "Oh yeah, I saw that movie." Uh, and, uh, "That's you? Oh, that's interesting." Yeah. Oh.
1: Oh. Hey, <laughs> hey, um, I got a I want to share something here. This is off topic, but this is going to get everybody excited. I know we're looking for the rapture. Uh, one of our missionaries, um, there was reported to me there was a There was one of the locations where we uh, got Bibles to, and there was like an orphanage school, and the school was burnt down. Okay, but the Bibles, and there were a bunch of them in there, the Bibles were completely unscathed. Wow. Hmm. What a coincidence, Bob. The fact, that you know, how about that? You know, Satan's not trying to protect those things. You know, they want to have a book-burning session like they did in the old days, all right? And you know what they say, once they burn the books, then they <laughs> take care of the people. But the fact that you see stuff like that happening now, you know, yeah, that so was just, I you. heard about that. That was just so incredible. I said, you need to go back there, give footage, talk to people, do interviews. I'm going to put it on my channel, you know. But that's news. I mean, that's mm-hmm. incredible news. Yeah, i you also to
0: see that on CNN.
2: <laughs> that way yeah yeah that's straight out of the book of daniel bob with me yeah. jack and them in the fire mm-hmm. Same well your
1: books get burned up and these people are so poor and it's so hard to get bibles and it's getting harder and harder to get them so you know here if, I, if my house burned down and my bibles burn up i just go out right here to the Dollar tree and get myself another bible okay or something like that i can easily get them, but not places like that
3: no, Bob, okay. you would you'd email support at org and get it all sent to you. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, we're going to get some drones over there now, dropping them, you know, <laughs> parachutes right. and stuff. That's I would right. love that.
3: <laughs> yeah, no that now that that's good delivery service. Like, go anywhere mm-hmm. in the world with a with a Bible carrying drone. That's, But I mean, yeah. but isn't that kind of like what the angels are at the end, you know? They're like they're going to be there talking to people in their own language, preaching the gospel, um, you know, the everlasting gospel. So that is like a, you know, a delivery preacher right to their door, um, telling people not to take this mark. We, I, I, Correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but I haven't seen one of those angels flying by and I haven't heard of any reports, uh, you know, mm-hmm. on CNN. I mean, that would be the first place I would expect, Greg, that they would be talking about the gospel. Um, is that a huge first here or there? So, no, I haven't seen that report um, regarding angels. So, as far as I can tell, that hasn't happened yet.
1: Well, I know I talked about in uh, Revelation, uh, let's see, it was a Revelation chapter 13, verse uh, 15, where he said, And he had power to give life unto the beast, and that the image of the beast should both speak and cause. Here's the thing is, he said that he had power, I'll read it again, and he had power to give life unto the beast. I read it from here and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast okay that the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause when this when this image speaks people are going to be like oh, this is incredible and the, the the image will have a decree right. all right the the, the, the when, when the antichrist does us or the actual false prophet does us mm-hmm. the image will speak Mm-hmm. and the, the image will actually give the decree, and it says, and so basically, i say it again, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as will not worship the image of the beast should be killed, and he caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand and forehead, and that no man might buy or, sell, buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So one, and so we're talking about angels in the sky. We don't have a statue or something in Jerusalem telling us, take the mark of the beast yet. We haven't seen that. I mean, I'm sure that'll be on CNN, I'm sure. Well,
3: I like to dwell on that for one second, Bob. And that is, look, if you saw an image on your, your computer or television screen speaking to you, would you marvel at that? And to me, I see that all the time. I mean, as a matter of fact, people are watching us right now. Our image. Mm-hmm. Our digital image, our video speaking. I mean, but if it's an actual like physical object that normally doesn't speak, wouldn't that be kind of more impactful?
2: Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm
3: just guessing now. I mean,
2: when like he says, "image." What is is the translation? A picture? Does anybody know the original? I, I think
0: it actually goes to statue. Believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. To the oh, in concordance, it, it goes
2: to statue. It
3: doesn't seem like it'd be like a digital thing, even though some people are no. saying, "Oh, yeah, it's digital." But or it's AI, or no, it's this or that. It's but a like 3D
2: element, I think I think it's yeah.
3: I mean, it seems to me though, is like more more supernatural, more fantastic, and more awe-inspiring would be something that normally would never speak, like a piece of wood, granite, stone, whatever it may be. I mean, unless of course you're Bob Barber and you're sitting in in your living room with a moving yeah. statue i well, mean
1: yeah but Hey, <laughs> those statues are certain those statues are moving and you know what you've got that one statue that sat in my living room and i know i took pictures i took selfies with that thing i'm still trying to find them but uh <laughs> you know the thing is that god, uh god
3: burned that up like the uh yeah like the nazi symbol on the ark of the covenant you never see right
2: you you did what they're gonna do with the image yeah. Take mm-hmm. selfies with yeah, it. they take a selfie with it, right? Yep.
1: But the thing is, when that I statue moved, when that statue moved, guys, it it deceived nations. Yeah, they took that thing everywhere. That thing moved a little bit, and that was only for a few people to see. Okay, they're taking the testimony from other people seeing it. But when you have some spectacular, incredible, and this thing is going to be incredible when they build it. Okay, it's and this thing is going to speak, and it's going to have a graceful, beautiful. Voice of many waters is going to be so sure. fake, you know, and Satan's, you know, but, you know, it's it's going to be something that's going to, it's not going to be like, what wait, yeah. did he say? <laughs> no, this thing's going to speak and have an elegant musical voice. People are like, people are just going to sit around this thing and just listen to what it and has then- it's going to say. Philosophy, you know, philosophizing with everybody and stuff. So, you're
3: telling me that his voice is not going to sound like something that came out of a 1970s drive in, drive-through drive speaker?
1: No, it's going to be, I, I believe it's going to be absolutely impactful.
3: Yeah. No, it's not going to be left. Like, you're right. But you know what? The amazing thing was that you. those, what's that, Greg? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Yeah, <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And then the image is going to be like, <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> no. That's no, not sure how it's <laughs> gonna be. You're right; it's gonna be very deceitful. All signs, lying and wonders. And you know what? The people, but imagine this though: somebody who's actually um, who's not going to take the mark is going to hear that and say, "No, I am not going to worship you. I am uh, I'm going to listen to the angels. I am going to to give up my life." Uh, in order to have eternal life here, Um, you know, because I believe in Jesus Christ, that he's the one who provides eternal life, not you. Uh, I mean, that is, wow. I mean, that that is a big deal that's going to happen there. And because that's why it says, you know, that God's going to send a strong delusion so that people will believe the lie. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to, it's going to be really rough. I mean, can you imagine a talking statue that sounds beautiful. I mean, you know, you you'd be like, these people can do anything. I mean, this false prophet guy, he can do anything. He he can bring down fire. He can do all these things. He can make this statue talk. I mean, and they're look at what they're promising with this mark. I mean, you can get eternal life basically. I mean, it's. Humans are going are very susceptible to those kind of promises and those kind of signs and wonders. You don't even have to look very far for now. It's like, oh yeah, we'll give you a thousand dollars a month. Oh, you got my vote. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, what's gonna happen then when those things are promised, Bob? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And the thing is to this image, here's the thing. It's not like they brought this image, pulled it off a spacecraft, and here you go, and it starts speaking, and everybody's like, okay, all right, it's cool. No. The Bible says that that the uh, the uh, false prophet um, should uh, here it is right here uh, Revelation chapter six uh, chapter thirteen verse fourteen, and it says and deceiveth them that dwell and them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beasts, saying to them saying to them all the human beings saying to them that dwell on the earth that they the people of the earth. Mm. should make an image to the beast, mm. which had the wound by a sword and did live. So mm. imagine the whole world just going through all this war, going through all this heartache, going through all this stuff. And then the whole world is like, let's come together and do this great project together. All countries come together and it's going to be a big, you know, you know, that one's Michael Jackson song. You know, we are the world type thing and ah. come together and collectively as a world build this statue. So Everybody on everybody in the world's like, I'm a part of that. We're a part of that. Every nation's a part of that. And they're going to worship the statue. And then those statue will begin to speak. And they're wow. like mm-hmm. We created that now speaking. You know? And it's all us. We're all in it. We're all together in this Oh, statue. we're all in this together? Yeah, we're on it because they built it. The whole world built it. It's not gonna be a few, you know, three or four super engineers that build this thing. I believe it's gonna right. be a world effort mm-hmm. to build this thing. It does kind and of sound like Respond with a global wow,
3: you know. It does kind of sound like a babble moment, doesn't it? It's like mm-hmm. the world coming together to totally. build that, and like you know, we're going to build an image. It is. We're going to reach to heaven, yeah. Completely. So you're thinking, yep. Greg?
0: Well, I think that's exactly what it's talking about, and I think that's you know, they all pitch in. They worship the image. They worship the beast. And yeah. you know,
3: the, the, this is the saddest part: is that, is that the population of the earth? I mean right now you look at them and somebody mentioned in chat, Oh, you know, they're going to, they're going to show world leaders like bowing down to the image, you know, g- g- giving them their, their, their fealty, like, you know, just, uh, you know, praising, worshiping the image, giving up their power. I mean, I mean, all good? the people in the world are so, such sheep these days to like be led to a false shepherd. That's the hey. saddest part to me is that, there's not a lot of like, like, strong, really strong people who are like, stand, will stand up and say, wait a minute, this is ridiculous. But there are some people, like, for example, we four would do that, would we not? So, Bob, another good point of like, why we must be removed, because we would be restraining, we would be standing in the way of all those things, going, uh uh-uh, uh, no way, are you kidding me? This is not, this is not the way to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll have all types of problems with us. You know, they they will not like us. I mean, there's so much they want to do right now. They got problems now with us, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they, 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 there's a lot of roadblocks here. There's a lot of speed bumps. We're more of a long line of speed bumps right now. We get in the way, but we just can't. We can slow them down, but we can't really just stop them. I think no, but pretty we can feel
3: right them right over our back, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know. But, I mean, we're slowing them down. They, they can't get up to full speed. Okay. The body of Christ is here. Of course, you know, the hand of restraint is also the age of grace. Yeah. You know, so you, so you got a lot of different interpretation of what the hand of restraint is. Right. It's the body of Christ. It's the it's the time that we're being built here during the age of grace. It's the timeout period. You know, time is back in on the seven year tribulation. And that's where every everything goes right back to where it was 2,000 years ago before Israel's prophetic timeline got paused.
3: They you always know. and they say it, Bob. They keep on saying it. Like if it wasn't for those meddling kids, you mm-hmm. know, we we would have our way. You know, Isn't I mean, Shaggy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know these 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 these, these anti whatever. You know, they'll say they're the they, and they're basically these. You know who they are? They're evangelical Christians. Those are the ones mm-hmm. who are the biggest threat to the national security and to the democracy. Of the United States of America, Bob. Come on, man. So, at this point, we are standing in their way, Bob, and they're mm-hmm. telling us that we are standing in the way. That if that's not restraining, then what is?
1: Hmm. Well, you know, something's going to go down this fall, guys, because if we're still here, we have the Democrats are not paying their campaign fees or another campaign dues, and they're not. And Nancy Pelosi said they're not going to concede. If the Republicans win. <laughs> okay. You know it's funny because they're like, Trump said they won't concede. Oh, you're bad people. This is against yeah, our a threat, threat to democracy. democracy. And now they're saying it blatantly, saying we're not going to concede The Republicans win. We are heading into a civil war, Joe. If so we are heading into a civil
2: war like you wouldn't believe at the end of this year. Oh, the show. What do you think? I heard Kamala's staff was disappearing too. Oh, they've been, they've been, uh, fleeing that sinking ship for a while, haven't they? And the leaders, the leaders bowing and worshiping, what was the first thing they did when they rolled out? the They all went on TV and they all did this. They all went on TV. They took the, you know what? And when the, the image comes on the scene, they'll be, you'll see them on TV taking it. And, um,
3: Well, they were also bowing down on their knees with with the kente cloths,
2: right? And, and, you know, you talk about what chance do the humans have? You know, this is the same old story. There was a guy in heaven a long time ago that convinced a third of the angels who were smarter, stronger, no more than we do when they listened to him. So I think that image is going to be very similar to the image that was in heaven that convinced the other angels to go with him, too, Mm -hmm. promising them prosperity and a win. So this is the same thing happening here. He's just doing mm. the same thing he did in heaven and what those other guys did on Mount Hermon. And it's just replicating here again.
3: How many yeah. vice presidents does this yeah. country have, by the way? I mean, Kamala Harris is the vice president. Apparently, Joe Biden's wife, um, Jill, is the vice president as well. I think today Biden said himself he was, he's the vice president
2: and michael obama um, uh, michelle michael obama, obama
3: right is also the vice president michael so obama. we there's a lot of vice presidents um i never knew of a country that had so many vice presidents it's pretty amazing
1: <laughs> yeah and you wonder why uh this country is being dissolved right now and being absorbed into new world order you wonder why you our military weaker is guy weak have been. Yeah. I You yeah wonder our
3: weaker leader bob
1: yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 a joke. It's almost like this is too much, guys. Yeah, I mean, you got to at least try a little bit, make him look like somewhat of a president. You can't play us to be that dumb. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. this guy has. I mean, at least act like a president, Joe. At least no, try he, to carry he, a he little bit. That,
2: that, I know because our natural intuition is like this is pathetic because that's the, that's the cycles we've been going through with weak presidents. But all it does is line up the stronger guy. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the guy
3: up, you need to be afraid of.
2: It lines up the <laughs> yeah. leader. That's why football teams they they always send them to to play weaker teams to get their confidence up. Mm-hmm. So it's just reverse. Yeah, you know. So that's why you
3: see those seventy three to zero scores. They played at home right. against a double A, a team.
2: Right. I mean, at this point, I would you know I hate to say it, Hillary's stronger than him. But so then like, the
3: problem is, is that they go to the the next week and that's their like league opener against the number two team and they and lose crush. like by 30. And they're, I and they're like, <laughs> I thought
2: we had a good team this year.
3: Oh, no, you didn't play against somebody who was strong.
2: And this, the whole thing with uh, him and, and Putin, um, what's funny is that, and this goes back to the economic forum. Now I know they're all in cahoots, but Putin all of a sudden said that he's only accepting gold or the ruble. Now that means that, the U.S. and the rest of the world may be like, oh, we're done with gold. And then the gold becomes worthless. Um, but meanwhile, we got rid of the gold and told countries that they had to use our dollar. So Wait, doing,
3: a, minute, wait a minute, Joe.
2: The gold all, of our gold,
3: all of our gold is in Fort Knox, don't sure you? Know? It is. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: When was that audit? audit? Yeah, oh, open right, it the never. doors, please. Open so, oh, the doors, please. A Let bunch of holograms
1: the in there, if anything. So
2: when, when I heard that, I Nothing thought, Nothing in okay, there, Bob? <laughs> when no? I heard about the ruble and the gold, I thought, okay, this is actually going to happen. The digital currency is going to happen in the next 36 months. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Because that lady said that it's completely, it's almost 100% trackable. And I know why she said almost, because the money they have, will not, we can't trace their money. They can only trace ours. So you have mm-hmm. to read in between their words. If it's oh, yeah. crypto or digital, it is 110% trackable. So why would she say it's almost not trackable? I'm sorry, does someone mm-hmm. have an app we don't know about? So they're talking mm-hmm. about their currency.
1: That's second-tier currency. right? You know, the, right. Second-tier, uh, the second-tier legal system they have? Right. Yeah, they also got a second-tier currency too.
2: Right. There's billions you know? and trillions of dollars. It's unfathomable. It doesn't exist the second tier
3: legal system bob is that does that exist i mean uh, you know what, what wouldn't there be people like wouldn't that person that were that's in the news a lot now recently regarding you know the the same story that we heard 2 years ago that they said nobody you cannot speak about this and then this year they're like oh, a couple papers are like oh yeah you know what this uh, information on this laptop is actually verified and the people actually suppressed this story. Can you believe that? And it's just like, oh, it's yeah. like really here we are again with just yet another yeah. one of those things, which is yesterday's conspiracies right. becomes today's truth.
1: But and- oh, yeah. It's cool
2: for them. They're going to use it somehow to dismay. Oh yeah, they will. And they're I, going to use it for a civil war. I haven't followed who's it. Who's the, the big long- guy, Greg? I haven't, Greg. Who I I haven't followed guy. him. Who was the guy that had the dream? Dana Coverstone, no matter how you feel about him, he did say that these politicians, their, mind, their heads were exploding. So when I heard about his laptop, for all you know, that laptop could be a tool used to destroy all the people that were in politics for a certain amount of years to bring in the new world order. I mean, these are mm-hmm. just, these are theories, okay? But um, it's, you know, there's no, better, there's no better group of people right now in place them for this time because they can go any way they want with it. They could bring in a strong leader to replace the craziness. At the same time, they could dismantle the system because who's in line after Joe. (laughs) So, I mean, and then that civil war breaks out, you know, who knows? And then that leader shows up. Who is in
3: line after Joe? I mean, there are so many vice presidents. It's hard to even know.
2: And as far as that angel flying around, if he has to tell people, That's telling me that all the hard drives and everything that is online is going to be wiped. Who's not going to know or know somebody left behind that had someone talk to them about Christ, that saw something on the Internet? So I think in this new chapter that they're going to create, I think everything's wiped clean.
3: So you're thinking that we're right now... Just at like the beginning of the the total and actual total suppression of speech and information where you're not it'll, even going to be able to, no,
2: you can't seek and find it anymore. It'll be like demolition, man. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once once they, uh, the, what's her name, uh, uh Janet Yeller? She yeah. said that she hated crypto. No. Now she loves crypto. You know, because they figured out, oh, we can control everybody. Oh, oh. Oh. What did I say that for? Oh yeah, I love it. No, this is good. And like you said, you know, you control almost it's almost completely trackable A because they're gonna have their own crypto. But you know what's interesting about all Isn't the like other people's elite?
3: crypto, Bob. She likes her own yeah. crypto. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but you know what the Bible says here about these global elite and all the crypto, and when they these people with all their money that can't be tracked because they're the global elite. The Bible says when that image speaks and declares the mark of the beast for everybody. Yes. It says here in uh, Revelation 13, 16, it says, and he calls it all both small and great, and great. rich okay. and poor, right. free and bond to receive the mark. You guys notice that there is no mention of a middle class in there anywhere? Yeah. There's no middle class. There's either small or great. You're either small statue, no influence, or you're a great statue, great influence, all right? You got that great That sounds quality. like, like, you're like rich communism, utopia. You're you're <laughs> yeah, there is no in between, and they're trying to get rid of the middle class right now. Wow! And it goes to show you right here, rich and poor. There's no rich, middle class, poor, just rich and poor. You so either are your, your bond, so you're not going
3: to be able to buy or sell with your Fed crypto unless you have the mark of the beast.
2: Correct. Yeah,
3: and it's, and, and that's probably not going to be the Fed dollar. I wouldn't think. Uh, that's probably going to be the beast dollar or something. So It'll be his might... own
2: his own image on the on the digital currency. Oh well, I mean,
3: he's certainly and got to put his image on the on the monetary unit or something like
0: that. And one
2: last one last movie I would think about with that digital currency and the rich and the poor is that movie with Justin Timberlake Out of Time. They couldn't survive unless they had time, and the poor the rich were controlling all the money. Did you ever see this movie, Bob? Mm-mm. You should Sounds watch. Interesting it. though, pretty interesting. They have a mark in their in their wrists, and their heartbeat is controlled by how much currency they have in the in the mark. And for them to wow. get currency on the mark and to buy food and do all this stuff, they have to have time. And when they run out of time, their heart stops. Hmm. So, and it's the rich, Bob. You would love this movie. It's the rich and the poor, and it's a movie about how Justin Timberlake steals all the time from the rich and gives it to the poor. So <laughs> he's they, Robin Hood. Yeah, so right, of course he's Robin Hood. So they're controlling people in their lives with the mark, giving them what they need to survive. Oh Steve they,
3: saw it twice. I mean that that's okay, that's good. I mean if Steve saw it twice, then I mean you know it's gotta be somewhat good. That it's that like, movie like, is oh that guy does true. spend his time making walking the spirit and, and teaching the Bible. I mean, but if you can watch that movie twice, well, then that's a, that's a pretty good endorsement. So go see
2: it. <laughs> and who knows the mark, the mark may kill you. They may be able to shut you down if it's nanotechnology or something supernatural. That's yeah. why they want people taking the mark.
3: Well, wow. mm-hmm. Greg, you think we should take, do we have any questions? We only well, got like six We minutes. do,
0: but yeah, we only have about 10 minutes left. So why don't we get to questions here? Uh I think Bob, I gotta, Bob here Bob has seven,
3: seven questions from Chester. Oh, yeah, let's,
0: let's go after. with questions with Chester first, and then we'll
1: yes. come back. Let's Say, uh, the first one, one is, what's going to happen to America during the first three and a half years of the tribulation period? America is just going to go straight down the tubes, get worse and worse and worse. From worse now, how bad it's getting now, it'll get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. But at the three and a half year mark, when we cross over and we tip over to the second half, Of the of the seven tribulation, then the four trumpets are going to sound, and everything is just going to be destroyed here. That's you have a really
3: good a really good hypothesis about how the one third of the earth Mm -hmm. is the western basically the western hemisphere of the earth is going to be destroyed, and and it's going to go back basically to like what it was two thousand years ago, which is not much going on in the western hemisphere, but a lot going on.
1: Right, in the east, because that's where Bible prophecies at. It's in the east. The West is just gone. <laughs> you know, it's wilderness, you know. And then he goes here, is America going to be a socialist nation? It already is a socialist nation yeah. for the most part. What do you mean going yeah. to be? Yeah. yeah. And is there a difference between Rapture 2022 and Jesus Return 2029? Yeah, we go home in 2022. Supposedly, hopefully, according to my <laughs> research. And Jesus returns in 2029. We return to the earth and we do a major cleanup, and then we celebrate
3: Clean up cleanup on up. aisle four in 2029.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have <laughs> no, if you I, I have like another question, idea. you can put it up, Greg. Because oh, it's, it's these oh are.
0: God, this has got to be a question for you. Why
1: yeah. Many people. Why do many people believe the rapture? Oh, I'm sorry, my cameras are in the way. Like, why many people, people believe the rapture the will be the year 2022? Okay. Yeah. Well, and that, I'm to get,
3: Bob's only done said. this video. Yeah. Bob's <laughs> only done like 50 videos on that exact topic yeah. in the last 50 weeks.
1: <laughs> but you know what? It's funny this is coming up. and This is confirming my work right now. The next rapture resurrection report I'm doing is basically my top 10 reasons why the rapture would take place in 2022. Oh. So, <laughs> so that's coming out so you want to watch that video then you know that should probably be up this week so just subscribe to my channel if you already are and but the main thing i would say why many people believe rapture 2022 is just look at the train wreck we have going on globally right now so what we've been talking about
3: distress of nations wars and rumors of wars pestilences earthquakes in diverse places
1: so while, why is everyone saying America is going to be destroyed? Well, that's just a third part of the crust of the earth is destroyed, according to the book of Revelation with the first four trumpets. You cannot destroy the other two-thirds parts of the earth where the, where the, the eastern countries are because God has this whole eastern thing going on in the second half of the tribulation. You know, so But the western nations, 2,000 years ago when Jesus walked the earth, it was all wilderness over here. Nothing going on over it. People didn't even know it existed. Maybe except for a few Nephilim. But, yeah, that's why America will be destroyed. And the fact that we kill a ton of children, like Joe said, we are legalizing abortion in nine months. That's why America is going to be destroyed. Judgment's coming. Well, for many reasons.
3: Yeah. Judgment's coming. Uh, in addition to that, I mean, the Antichrist is in, based in Israel. Uh, he goes in the temple of God. I mean... There's not a lot about America there to talk about unless you want to like, talk about the merchants of Tarshish, the young lions. Um, you know, some of those verses could be alluding to the United States about like, oh, we protest and say, why are you attacking Israel? And it's like, OK, that could be the, the Ezekiel thing. But I think Bob's got a really good beat on the whole, you know, one third of the crust, one third of the earth is destroyed. Uh, it doesn't really seem like America plays, uh, you know, a very significant role. Regarding, I mean, I can't imagine that, that America is like the king of the north or the king of the south, certainly not the kings of the east. Uh, so, you know, I just don't I don't see America playing a gigantic role in the in the very end uh, of that whole scenario now, there. So,
0: Kevin, yeah. what, what state? I, my question is, what state will I be in where my na- league my legs are shaking?
3: My... Oh, yeah, you're going to uh, you're going to be you're going to be in a very <laughs> frightened state. Okay. Where you're going oh, to be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A, a very right. frightened state. Because remember, remember, Greg, you're gonna fall away first.
1: Oh mm-hmm. yeah, see that's payback for that joke you pulled right. in April Fool's I, Day, right? Yeah, <laughs> first <of> April,
3: yeah. <laughs> I
0: Rebuke that word right now. It well his name. Greg, Is you that already that emailed original? us you
1: already
3: told us that you were giving up on the rapture. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was great Funny. That was a
3: funny so, joke. So, just by the way to the audience, he sent out an email on April Fools and said, "You know, guys, I think, I think, I think, I think I'm done with this rapture thing. What do you guys think?" And so I emailed him back pretty much immediately, and I said, "I think that your account got hacked <laughs> 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 because there is no way that the Greg that I know would ever post that, you know, or ever email that." So, yeah. And then our brother John uh, Boucher was like, "Greg, just hang in there, buddy." Just you know, stay strong. You know, we're all just together, man. Don't leave us now. You know, we're we got you know, we got to stick together like like a brother would, right? He's like there with his hand out, going, "Take my hand, Greg. I'll bring you back."
0: <laughs> gotta love that brother. Well, yeah, he's great. Brother. I I repented. Um, when,
3: <laughs> you did immediately
0: there. Um, Yeah, good, let's though. see. Oh, Kevin, we have something for you, buddy. Oh, good. Oh boy. All right. Uh, A ah. question for Kevin. If
3: we are only yes. saved
0: by faith, then you can explain in detail what Romans 11,
3: 26 through 27 yes. means. The context of that verse is actually talking about the jealousy of Israel. And, and if you notice, the verses right before that talks about the Gentiles and the jealousy that's provoked. And so by that, All Israel will be saved as written. There come uh, out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. And then verse 27. Well, I can't see it because you've got all of our pictures up there, Greg. But uh, if you can just scroll up a little bit, keep going. For this, for this is my covenant unto them when I should take away their sins. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is obviously talking a lot about, um, you know, the jealousy of the Gentile. The Gentiles are going to be removed. The, you've got the Jews that are going to be there at the very end, the remnant, and they're going to be saved. Um, so but they're saved by their faith as well at the end. So, like I said, this. Um, yes. Right now, there's blindness on Israel. And actually, a couple of verses before that talk about the blindness of Israel. And so one day that blindness will be removed. But um, if we are only saved by our faith, can they explain in detail what it means? Sure, these people are also saved by their faith as well. but right now, they are blind to that, and so they do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, but one day, they
1: will.-hmm Good answer. Very
3: good. I hope that explains that stuff for you. I
0: think that's good, and I think we can end it there, but uh, awesome. Any last words?
3: Um, just one question: Could the rapture happen on Easter anniversary of Jesus's resurrection for the rapture resurrection event?
1: I think it can. Why not?
3: <laughs> Why not?
1: That's, it could happen. Um, it could happen anytime between now and September. I believe it. That's what that's what my research shows. I, I'm leaning more towards June and Pentecost. Yeah. Yeah, I know
3: you are. And um, and I always lean every year towards uh, towards Feast of Trumpets. But, you know, I'm not going to be caught off guard if it happens earlier than the Feast of Trumpets. I'm not going to be like, oh, what? The rapture happened. Oh, it can't happen on that day, Lord. (laughs) Come on. Mm -hmm. Who might question that? I might I might be looking for one one day or another over another. But, you know, I can tell you this. I'm not going to sit here today and say, okay, I'm going to go off and mess around and do this and that, you know, drain my oil out of my lamp and then not be ready. Nah, that's not a good, that's not a good call. I'd say be ready every day. Paul says be be, be, be uh, ready in season, in season and out of season, right? Of
1: season. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen.
3: So it could be just on an unknown day. And obviously no one here knows the day yet. I mean, Greg, do you, you know the day yet? I don't know the day yeah. yet, but it does say that we see we will see the day approaching. And I think we all do see that day is approaching, whatever that day may mm-hmm. be. The closer we're going to get to it, the more we're going to see it approaching. We're going to lift up our heads, and we're going to know that our redemption draws near.
1: Amen. And one day when you Amen. find yourself just – I think when the day comes, the actual day comes, we're going to be like calling each other, hey, you know what? You know what I just saw? I just saw some angels in the sky. Hey, I saw this this happening, this happening here. And it's going, we're gonna start ha- see it happening everywhere. And then maybe at some point we're all translated to a location in the middle of a field, like I always talk about. We see dreams and visions. And when that happens, like okay, something's up.
3: <laughs> it does say that something's Jesus up. descends with the trumpet of God, right? Mm-hmm. So it says, you know, at the last trump. So Jesus could be blowing that trumpet. And at the last sound of that trumpet that we, and and Bob, you have a lot of dreams and visions that talk about hearing trumpets and things like that. And like the last trumpet sounds is the resurrection. And so that, that, that could absolutely happen. So yeah, we're looking forward to the, the appearing of our Lord and savior in, in the clouds. Are we not? That is what we are looking forward to. We're not looking forward to um, a UFO, a white UFO, with the word Mustang uh, written on it and say, that's my white horse. No, that's not what we're looking for, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the the four UFO Mustang uh, 2022 Very
1: version. <laughs> Where's your flying horse, huh? You're Where's your flying horse? Right here. <laughs> Where's your <laughs> horse at, man? It says Mustang, Mustang on it, Bob. Ford, Of course, of course. <laughs>
0: Very creative, yeah. Kevin.
3: Yeah, well, we're looking <laughs> – we're looking forward to to the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, amen. All right, and
0: uh, thank you all. And Lord willing, we'll be back next week. God bless.
1: God bless.